Welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today, we are going to talk about the 2016 movie, The Angry Birds Movie. But only because we have to. <laughs> only we, we watched it for you, people. And so we're here. Appreciate it. My oh. name is Sarah. I am the mom of a four-year-old boy. And I'm Briar Harvey. I'm the mom of a 17-year-old girl, an eight-year-old boy who loves this movie, and a two-year-old boy. Oh, God. (laughs) So, right off the bat, this is one of those movies that I would have been happy to continue to have never paid attention never to. Never knowing about, watching. never watching, Just never caring. putting it on and walking away oh, and shit. being okay with it. <laughs> and, and we'll talk about this at the end because there is that question of if you'll still turn it on and right. walk away from it now that yeah. you've actually watched it. Because holy shit. Yeah. So, we're not the only ones that feel that way. It is a 43% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I actually think it's pretty generous. That seems very generous. I figured it would be lower than that. <laughs> that seems high, honestly. For a Okay, so you know how there's like that trope that there's never been a good video game movie? There's been good video game movies. No. Which ones? Uh, you know, honestly, I was really impressed with Silent Hill. Yeah, but, like, were other people impressed by Silent Hill? Wow. Well, <laughs> no, but it, it, probably not, because nobody's ever... The problem with a video game movie is that they don't seem to translate yeah. well. There's always stuff that's missing, or it doesn't... Like, this is a movie where flightless birds... Why are they flightless? No one fucking knows. Flightless birds get launched out of a slingshot, and we have to make 90 minutes of a story about that. Mm -hmm. Like, this is where, like, learning that this movie was being made was more baffling than when you find out that Disney is making a movie based on a ride. I mean, but that less... just seems perfectly legit, actually. In like, do we have right. a teacup movie coming soon? That right. might be fun. But less baffling than the Emoji movie being made, right? We're not going to have to watch that one, are <laughs> we? We might. we might have to get there. Are we going to have to watch? I, I don't know if I can suck that one up. <laughs> so... The video game, Angry Birds, was released in 2009 by the company Rovio. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, you are saying that right. To the best of my knowledge. That's how it's spelled, so I'm going to go with it. So by July 2015, the series of games, because there's like multiple, I guess. um, Many, many, yes. Was downloaded more than 3 billion times collectively. So what you're saying is people are crazy about fucking flightless birds. Apparently. So I actually, I I think I probably played Angry Birds back like in 2009, but I've never been like a big phone gaming person. No, me neither. (laughs) Um, Beyond like, you know, a little bit of Candy Crush every once in a while when I'm just like, I just need something to do while I'm feeding a baby. 
<laughs> I confess a love for Neko Atsumi because those kittens are adorable and it's a low stress like I can leave it for months and months at a time yeah. and then come back, feed the cats and take pictures and that's it. That's all this it. game is. It's just taking pictures of okay. cats. <laughs> So I downloaded the game the other day because I was like, I should probably know a little bit about this game that before was, I go. That was bold of you. Wait a wait a take one for the team there. And I rem- it's just as bad as I remembered it. I mean, obviously, other people don't <laughs> think that. I mean, three billion people, or there's been three billion downloads of this game, but like, it's well, just not my people thing. People play Farmville too, so True. like, <laughs> do they still? Yeah, they do. <laughs> So what I find super interesting is that in 2017, Rovio opened an office in London with the intent on focusing of MMORPGs, which is massively multiplayer online role-playing game. And the one that most people probably know about is World of Warcraft. So have they have they built any yet? Not that I was able to find, but I didn't really dig. Okay. <laughs> Because we don't care. I don't really care. I don't really care. We do so much research for you people. <laughs> is is basically the lesson you should take away right. here. We do as much as we can stand, and then you're on your own. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> so introduction. Totally standard. Yeah, there's nothing here. Okay. I mean, it's it's nothing. It's a. Uh, the Columbia logo and the Rovio logo, and that's it. There's nothing. Fantastic. Nothing to discuss then. All right. So the cast, like, this is the comedian grab bag of, like, if you've done a comedy special here, why don't you come be in the Angry Birds movie? So this, for me ended up being an issue that I had with the movie in general. It seems like, at least in casting this movie, they just kind of like offered it to everybody and anybody who could be in it was in it because there's a bunch of people in here that are in roles that are like not even roles. Like, who are these people in this movie? You don't even know. So I'm staring at the list here. Blake Shelton as Earl the Pig, which seems frankly appropriate on every level (laughs) but beyond that like so who's i mean even the judge who i can identify as the judge but like not right yeah or like uh so i'm never going to be able to pronounce this name but carlos alizarui he's the guy who does the uh Taco Bell dog. Oh. And he does like a ton. He's like a huge voice actor. He is one of the characters. I think it's Alizraki, but yeah. I'm probably also butchering that. He plays so Earl's second brother. Whoever you know who that is, right? Earl's yeah. second brother is. Yeah. So, and then that like comes into like the references they make and like all like the little pop culture things they say in the movie. It's like they're just throwing things and seeing like throwing spaghetti to see what sticks at the wall oh if it's done. the entire movie is throwing shit at the wall to see what <laughs> sticks i so i don't know we don't 
Is there is there anyone in the cast that you feel like highlighting particularly? I'm slightly obsessed with Bill Hader at the moment. Well, I mean that's okay. And like in a I way I feel like that's okay. So that I'm finding him really attractive and I don't know why. Like he was on CBS Sunday morning. Well he is this a weekend. great serial killer, is he not? <laughs> I mean I haven't actually not a watched- serial killer. He is a contract killer. Oh, there's a clear and distinct difference. <laughs> not Dexter. Difference. He's not Dexter. Well, but Dexter's fucking adorable. On so his eight, clearly... we're talking about the HBO show that right, he's on, right, which I can't right. think of the name of right now. Um, it's not coming to me. No, but I'm, yeah, it's the I HBO don't show. Do HBO? <laughs> it's it's I don't care HBO most of the time, to be honest. But so this voice that he does here, I can't help but not hear it as him. And doing his impression of the Dateline guy. Oh, Barry. It's Barry, isn't it? The Yes, it's yeah, Barry. The it's show Barry. on HBO is Barry. Yeah. So his voice as King Mudbeard here, I can't help but hear it as him doing his impression of the Dateline guy. Oh, well. Have you ever heard his impression of the Dateline yeah. guy? <laughs> and <laughs> then what happened? My terrible impression of it. But yeah, I <laughs> love that impression. And so this weekend on, this past weekend, he was on Sunday morning on CBS and they, he met the guy. I can't think of the Dateline guy's name. It's like Keith something. <laughs> that would require me to care about the talking heads and I have great. literally no care about <laughs> the talking great. heads. Sorry. Sorry. The, um, the things of which I concern myself with are indeed unusual, I'll concede. But yeah, I'm sure it was great. But like, Danny McBride didn't sound like himself to me. He sounded like somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the bomb character. Josh Gad, who I have worshipped from afar at least twice now yeah. before this, does not sound like josh gad yeah chuck maya rudolph was matilda the therapist okay yeah yeah but no okay peter dinklage was the mighty eagle so i'm gonna try really hard to separate my feelings about mighty eagle from my feelings about peter dinklage (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna be able to do it I don't know. We'll just say Peter was fine. He was fine. He was fine. Kate McKinnon is Stella, and I. So I don't know who Stella is. Apparently, <laughs> my son knows who she is because he plays these games. But for me, it's no recognition whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. Then Sean Penn is Terrence, which is the big red bird. And he has why? no words. All he does is grunt, grunt. the whole time, right? What I don't think he says a single word. Because no, you no, you he... put together this cast list before I watched it. And I was like, well, I need to hear Sean Penn in this. <laughs> and I don't think he says a word. Uh, it's just weird. The it's whole, weird. The whole cast is weird. And it's, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe that's why some of the jokes are so weird and don't land too because obviously these are comedians and for parents maybe so I recognize that I as a parent get a lot of jokes that go right over my kid's head Mm -hmm. and I'm fine with that on a level but there's other stuff that 
Right. Well, they do too many, like, word puns in here. Like, mm-hmm. there's one point where they say, pluck you. Mm-hmm. There's another point where they say, angry flocking birds. And both times I was like, well, this is not... I don't know. Am I being, like, oversensitive to be, like, aware of that? But, like, if my kid no, turns around and repeats that... No, because when your 8-year-old turns around and it's says gonna to sound you, like the actual you. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's not... It's not going to sound happen. like... They're making a word pun. No. I mean, I, 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 I have a high tolerance for that, but daddy's tolerance varies depending yeah. on the day, <laughs> right? And it's not like I blame him because, man, that's not. I guess I just think about it more as, like, if my kid just repeats this, it's not going to sound like he's saying pluck you. Nope. Is not going to say like he's saying angry flocking birds, right? Nope. <laughs> he's saying something else. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And we haven't even started. All right. So. I mean, it's not like there's a lot of plot to this movie. <laughs> Thank God for that, because we have so much to complain about. So we start with, with him delivering the mm-hmm. cake. Mm-hmm. On Which is setting the time. whole thing in motion. He is on time. He is on time. Yeah, the guy said before noon, and he got there before Before noon. Why is your party over when you said that you needed this delivered before noon? Before noon. noon. Right. I don't know. The dude is an asshole. He's a total dick. (laughs) On every level, I'm just like, there's so much wrong here. And then... Poor Red. Red is wrong. Right. So he goes to deliver this egg-o-gram or whatever it is to this birthday <laughs> party and the time he was supposed to be there was before noon technically he makes it before noon but apparently the party's already over that's a short party by the way poor I planning should... on those parents part and then so it all devolves into him accidentally creating a premature hatching of their egg but why is their egg sitting on their front porch? They have maybe, a whole house. Maybe they're vitamin D requirements. <laughs> they have a whole house. Maybe they're and you vi- just had, apparently maybe weather. I, I, I don't you know. You just had a whole party. So wouldn't there have been a lot of people mingling around? Wouldn't you maybe put your egg in a more safe area than your front porch? Well, so we'll probably talk about the bird's obsession with children yes. at length. Yeah. But but here, <laughs> it is, I don't know, there's so much, I don't understand the outdoor nest. I don't understand just leaving it there. I don't, like, if I was sitting on my egg, I probably wouldn't put it on the front patio, is all I'm saying. But nobody was even sitting on it. No, and nobody's <laughs> sitting on it. So why is it on the front patio? It just seems like poor planning all around. Indeed. So because he causes that premature hatching, the bird thinks he's the dad. Yeah. So he they has, sue him. They sue him. <laughs> so they sue him. And they go to bird like, court. Bird court, where Keegan Michael Key is the judge. The 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 judge who is standing on. He's actually bird. two guys under a coat. 
<laughs> There's no explanation for this at nope. any point in time or nope. why why this is a thing. And, like, I feel like there might be some jokes here that I miss because I haven't played the games. Right. But I don't care enough to ask. Yeah, there were plenty of points when I was watching this and I was like, would this, is this, like, a reference to the game? Who knows? I can't, I I can't answer that. No, me neither. All right. So, premature hatching, anger management. So then we go to the anger management class. And then... (laughs) We have the destruction right away of that weird ass I don't know sign. What is it? It's it's the anger management sign. Oh, it's like keep smiling or something like that, and it's a creepy bird with teeth. It is a creepy bird. (laughs) Like on on every level. The whole way through, I kind of identify with Fred, and I don't know if that says I have anger problems, or... Right. No, I think he's the most identifiable character in really this movie. really is. The whole way through, I'm just like, poor Red, man. There's just so much about Red's experience. He just can't catch a break. Never. And then we get, like, his... Um, backstory and he's like an orphan yeah nobody wants to hang out with him it's basically the same backstory as the grinch from the most recent grinch movie the animated one because we just i haven't actually seen that one yeah they have the same backstory watch that one too aren't you (laughs) spoiler alert red and grinch have the same backstory you know this one is like a negative 20 on the weeper scale yeah but still that was, like, I feel bad for Red. <laughs> I think they they do it well enough that that I think you do empathize with him as a character. And I think that's fine. Like, if nothing else, there is the subtle lesson that it's okay to have big feelings. And for kids, that is an important one. Mm-hmm. But, so, because he was always alone, Red wants to stay alone, right? Yep. But all the friends in the, uh, or the other anger management people want to be friends with him. And they're all in anger management because of, like, their special skills that I know from playing the game are what they do in the game. So, Chuck runs around a lot? He... As you launch him, if you click on him, he like he gets like another boost of speed. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. All right. Well, bomb is a bomb. Fairly self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. But that's I only went that far in. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> I only so, got like, through the only anger got the management three guys. guys. <laughs> like, okay, it's fine. We don't know. Whatever. You're, you're, you're I wasn't going to keep playing. No, I don't play. No, no. <laughs> Not for this. I don't pay you enough for that. Right. I don't pay you at all. You don't pay me anything. No. No. Okay, so then, then the pigs show up. And they run right into Red's house. It's like Alexander and the no good, very oh, bad, terrible whatever the name of that book is, this is Red's day. Yeah. And the pigs are friendly, 
with, you know, bunny rabbit ears. Like, they're supposed to be good guys. Yeah, and the only person who questions their motives is Red. <laughs> but they, like... But so they sing songs and they throw come parties. And they, they show, like, they throw a hula, but it then it turns into, like, a country and western show, and there's, like, naked pig butts, and, and it's like, almost like a stripper show. It's a stripper show. Like, they, they rip off their pants at one point, like, they're at Chippendales. I, I think I may have blocked that out. No, they definitely, like, they like, rip it, off their pants. Oh, yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> that did happen. That I'm was now, inappropriate. Now, that was inappropriate. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disturbed that I overlooked it, which tells you how bad this movie is yeah. just on every level. I, <laughs> I really had a hard time paying attention to Paying it. attention. So that was mm-hmm. my problem. I have, with the boys seen bits and pieces of it all the way through so i sat down last week and tried really hard to watch it all the way through and i finally i got to the part where i knew i'd seen enough and that was it because i just it It was hard it was so awful it was torture it was terrible it really it was but just for me i like the boys My son like loved it, it fine. Yeah. yeah. I think because there's a lot of action. And slapstick. Yeah. Which is like, you know, I have mixed feelings about slapstick and potty humor. But at right. the end of the day, that Kids is. Kids love it. They do. And that is the least of my concern. Right. So. Okay. So, do we ever find out why the birds can't fly? Like, why the giant eagle is the only, or the mighty eagle is the only one that can mighty fly? Mighty eagle. So, I have Googled this and read <laughs> at least four Quora threads. That's, that's about <laughs> the most I'm going to cop to here. But the consensus is we don't know why they can't fly. It's possible they're just, the wings aren't sufficient. It's possible their bodies are too big that they eat too much and they're too fat. Although Mighty Eagle has some problems in that regard too. So I don't think it's about the weight. I think you put more thought into that than the people who made this movie. (laughs) Very likely. Very likely. We've collectively we have now thought about it more than the film creators. I, I I think to be honest, that is evident because <laughs> there is no thought into any of these questions being answered by this movie. It's so bad. All right. So so let's see. Then we go. All right. So. They all the, the the anger management birds go to find Mighty Eagle. Who's well, we don't to, know. Well, we haven't gotten to the point yet that the pigs befriend all the birds oh, and start right. like doing all this stuff for them, like taking oh, care right, of the kids right. and all that. And they're, they're integrating their way yes, into village life. You they know, are. being indispensable, like right. 
Like, but all the time they, they have the clearly ulterior. never watched the hand that rocks the cradle. Is all <laughs> I'm saying. So uh, their ulterior motive, we find out when uh, Red and the anger management gang sneak into the boat, is that they want to steal the eggs. Oh, right, the boat, the boat, which I and don't so, understand. While can they're you, on the can boat, can you explain the boat to me? The boat <laughs> makes no sense to me. It doesn't Are, make any sense. I, I don't but while they're on the boat. boat, they keep going into rooms that have like a ton of stuff in them. But it's like random it. stuff. Like at one point, it's a bunch of cars or like spangly Western wear and trampolines understand. and things. And I don't. Maybe that's something I'm just missing because I never. I didn't really play the game. I, I'm sure that I'm guessing that that's a game reference. So we have a phone number. You people can call. It's four zero two. Eight eight five four eight seven five. Surely one of you has played this game. Please explain it please. to us. <laughs> please, between now and next week, so that like we can explain it to everyone else because we don't understand. I don't understand this boat. Yeah, okay, so the boat, and then and then the boat is bad, and we. I, but I don't really. Quite, I still don't quite understand. The boat is bad. How? How? So there's dynamite on it. Is that what makes it? Is that how we get to the pigs are bad? How do we arrive at the conclusion that the pigs are bad? I don't. Understand. I don't remember because I didn't pay attention. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I I I honestly cannot answer that question. And you may not have paid attention, but I don't actually think the film really answers okay i'm gonna take your word on it because i don't know i don't either okay so they've decided that the pigs are bad they try and get everyone else to recognize that the pigs are bad everyone else is like you're crazy red clearly this is all in your head right they're bringing us all these amazing things like a slingshot because that's amazing I guess For so. flightless birds. I guess, I mean, we need the slingshot. We'll put up with a lot of shit for a slingshot. Holy shit. So then they go to find Mighty, Mighty Eagle. That's, 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 that's where we go, right? We're, we're going, I, I mean, I, I can't, I can't even. Mighty Eagle. Oh. <sighs> Do you have anything you'd like to say about so, Mighty Eagle? I like when they like are swimming in his clear water and drinking it and stuff, and then oh, he you comes mean the out piss and pees lake. in it. Oh, <laughs> he you comes mean the out piss and pees in it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's like the height of little boy humor, oh, yeah, right absolutely. there. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> And then there's the song. Oh my god. The song. About just, Mighty Eagle? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, and the trophies. And just the whole. Everything about Mighty Eagle. Is awful. And. I like how at the end of the movie. He takes credit for all of this shit. Like. Yeah. Like he did it. Like he did it. Mm-hmm. Like he he in any way influenced any of this. Right, and like there's a new statue to him, and 
like Red is in it, like Yeah, crying. but he's only in it. It's not actually about yeah. Red. No. And and I wonder, is is there some kind of allegory about Mighty Eagle that we're supposed to be draw is there is there something we're saying about Mighty Eagle that I'm just too stupid to like? You're giving the movie too much credit. I think so. But my question about the ending is, so there's this Mighty Eagle statue, and so obviously Red's not getting enough credit for what he did. I mean, they rebuilt his house. That's great. They rebuilt his house, and they all came to, like, thank him and stuff. So, like, if the town actually does acknowledge that Red did this, then who built the statue, and why was it built that way? I think you're asking too many hard questions of <laughs> the filmmakers that clearly can't be answered. So I, the only way I can take it is Mighty Eagle made his own statue. I, I, that seems it's one legit of his to me. Head cannon accepted All right. because, I, I mean, clearly as the only flying bird, he's like the dragon. Right? Mm-hmm. So clearly there's this stash of gold. He's <laughs> the only hoard. one that can fund... Right. He's the only one that can fund the statue in the first place. So obviously it's about him. That makes perfect sense to me. All right. I'll go with it. Okay. Let's so... go with something. Because <laughs> I don't think they did. I don't think the filmmakers went with they anything really other than what stuck to the wall I in think they the had a hard room. time paying attention to it probably <laughs> I mean <laughs> so he's mighty eagle is an asshole he doesn't want to help so red and the birds go off and train themselves like this is I uh, I'm not quite sure I, I, I think I zoned out and maybe checked Facebook through here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just skip ahead to the part where they find that pigs are putting the dynamite on the island. I think that's best. I yeah. I really... There's a I, montage. I'm there was a montage. It's fine. It's fine. So then there's dynamite, which I guess we did find on the boat earlier. Maybe Maybe that was... I don't know. I don't even know. Well, okay, so the pigs set up the dynamite, and then they explode everything. That's more or less what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they and steal then they the steal eggs. And they steal the eggs. And that's when people finally start to believe. And that's red. when people finally say, oh, red. Huh. They never actually say, you were right. How about that? Yeah. Like, there's still not any real admission of we suck and maybe we should have listened to you five whatevers ago this movie okay so then they build a boat because boats are a thing for flightless birds and then they go to Piggy Island, which is, I guess, in the middle of the ocean. We're not, I'm not ever clear on that point. Is there a map in the game? Is there some kind of like, information I'm missing here? I have no idea. You're no help. Mm-hmm. All right. So we go to the island, 
And then we learn that King Leonard is King Leonard. And he's going to eat the eggs. That's the plan. But they can't do them right away. They're going to wait. Why? I, I don't, don't understand. Did they say? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I, I don't know. think they say. What? Like, I mean, if we're fattening, uh, I mean, so fundamentally like... we're talking about eggs here. Right. Which don't you want kind of yolky? <laughs> you don't want to wait too long because then they're chicks. <laughs> right? It, then and then 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 you should hatch them and legit fat them up i and, guess or wait for them to start producing eggs that seems and like and that's a lot how you get work. into factory farming <laughs> well that explains everything the pigs are trying to become the next tyson yeah so my question about piggy island is you it, just have one? No. You just well, have, have one many. question? <laughs> there's points when they're, like, preparing to eat the eggs where there's only, like, a handful of pigs, and you're given the impression that that's, like, all the people or all the pigs in Piggy Island. But then Piggy Island itself is massive. Vast. It is. It's, it's like, and there's a lot of houses, and so maybe, maybe we just stole the eggs for royalty. Which I guess would make sense, except, I, I, I don't know, none of this makes sense. I, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I literally cannot figure out much of this movie. Because you're right, and then when everything explodes, you don't see any aftermath of, like, dead pigs or anything. Which you feel like, as far as they went with everything else, it in wouldn't this be surprising movie, to see a couple pigs with their eyes, like with the crosses, roasted on their eyes. pig, right? Because that's like, like part apple, of the game, like, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> I don't know. And then Mighty Eagle comes back and saves the day, like, so there's well, like, so. First, they all start slingshotting themselves, and that's like when they use their powers, and that's probably oh, the right. that's like the most of a callback to the game. I think there is when they Everybody's start powers. slingshotting themselves. So they all end up in there, and then they get the eggs, and then Mighty Eagle carries them away. Yes, starts on fire. Yes. So and 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 Mighty Eagle takes credit because that's the Mighty Eagle way. And Red saves, goes back for the last one. That one felt like I mean, because he could have left and and saved all but the one, but he goes back for that He's last. He's an angry bird with a heart of gold. Yes. <laughs> so those birds call him Mama too, right? Do, do they sue, yeah. do, do the bluebirds I think they sue? say something to him, like, you saved me or whatever. Because he gets them back. Right. He gets that egg back before it. But but it hatches. Like, he, he has Oh, that's right. Baby. He has it in the rubble with the three mm-hmm. babies. Mm-hmm. I can't I'm remember. sure they don't sue him. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. And then those birds then, those three little bluebirds, are the ones that are using the slingshot 
in the middle of the the credits scene, which is apparently I'm told relevant because they're characters. I don't. They are in the game. I got that far. So they're early in the game, but they split apart into three. They don't like come back into one. I don't know. Maybe there's a different one. No, that's. I think that's supposed to be the bluebirds. Okay. They split apart. I, I don't know. None so of I this feel makes like... sense on any level in any way. So why you're trying to break it down with the bluebirds is really yeah. a mystery to me. So in the end, though, King Mudbeard is the reason why Piggy Island explodes right because he's right, got the candle he's the one with the candle and red manages to i don't know zen his way out of being angry to not rage out or whatever like there's some sort of message potentially potentially <laughs> i i think maybe so the day is saved yeah i think that's the message you're supposed to <laughs> To, to really walk away with the day is safe fine it's fine there's a new house for red everybody's safe but it's smack dab in the middle of the village and he's kind of like a loner like i think it's okay for him to like hang out with people but i think deep down inside so the question then <laughs> when is 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 you interpret him as enjoying his aloneness and existential angst i think because as a parent of small children, any ability to appreciate aloneness really is high on the priority list. This goes back to wanting to just have Tangled, Rapunzel's yeah, tower. Rapunzel's tower. <laughs> I, I'll live I there. Want the, cool. I just want to be alone in a house on the beach. Right. I don't want roommates, and I don't want anybody to come and bother me. I mean, there is something to that, because Red has the opportunity to hang out with Chuck and Bob after that first session and yeah. says no and goes home to his very lonely house. But I think the conclusion you're supposed to draw there is while he is alone, he'd rather have friends. Yeah. I, I think that's the what you're supposed to take from that. Yeah. So when they build him the house in the middle of the village, it's fine. Yo, it's fine. And then Chuck and Bob just decide they're going to move in with him. Because, of course. I mean, why not? At that point, they've, whatever, drank from the same piss lake. So that's like <laughs> blood brotherhood at this stage, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't. This movie is so bad. It's just so bad. There's literally no plot here. I, I, I feel like we've done a great service. <laughs> to this film as an entity by providing a plot over the last 40 minutes. Yeah. Or like, something. Or something. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> back to the dynamic of this bird island. Oh. They are obsessed with children. We never caught back to that. Yeah, so, like, because they're weird. I, I, this is... It's on a kind of a similar level to the crazy Happy Feet birds. What oh, episode, right. What episode was that? I can't remember. That's oh, season one. 
season one, episode something or other. We hated that movie in a similar way, and I think there's a t- I, I think there's a parallel here because that same kind of obsession with procreation does not mm-hmm. seem appropriate to me for children. Yeah, like I mean, and. And in both cases, we're talking about birds and we're talking about eggs. So mm-hmm. it's not as in your face as, like, right. I guess, human sex. And that's how we get away with it. But on right. a level, I feel like it's really weird. So maybe that's why it keeps coming up as a bird story. Because it's, like, a safe way to approach that. So, but like, that's when that... Weird. Ha- but so that's how weird. Many- <laughs> but how many times do you think this story where the... Uh, the survival of the species has been an important part of the story has come up with like say zebras instead but in the end it doesn't get greenlit because the studio is like well no because now we're talking about sex and this is a kids movie so that's an interesting question that I feel like we're going to have to do a longer mini-sode about, at some point in time, what the selection process for animated films mm-hmm. is. Because relatively, there are very few animated movies produced, mm-hmm. which means that you know, based on just how Hollywood works, the number of new movies getting pitched, mm-hmm. for it, it's got to be high. Mm-hmm. And then especially if you take into account things like like movies about video games being made or the oh, emoji yeah. movie or like even the Lego movie. Like how much of what's getting made isn't even like original like intellectual property, you know? It's all it's all like it's all borrowed and then yeah. we have to build a story around it. And when we do that, it seems we either do it well because the Lego movie is well done, mm-hmm. or we do it very badly. And I More will often, admit to badly. have seen enough of the Emoji movie to know that I do not actually want to watch the rest right. of that movie. There's, I, It can be done so, so badly. Right. And so I can badly. remember, too, like, when the, the Lego movie, like, first was announced as, like... I was dubious. A- Everybody was. Like, what are you going to do with this movie? How are you going to make this a thing? What's your story going to be? And I don't know. I understand, I guess, why they keep making movies like this. Because, like, it's a built-in audience. Kids were already obsessed with Angry Birds. So you're going to get those people that come. Are you telling me there's a Fortnite movie coming? Because basically that's what I'm hearing you say. I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Why do they keep making these crappy movies when there are so many better mo- stories they could be telling? I don't right. know. I, I, if I had that question, if I had the answer to that question, I would be the one making all the money. I mean, you have to consider, obviously, yeah, kids will go and see these movies and their parents will take them to them to shut them up because there are so few selections that this is what you have. I I mean, this is what we have. Mm -hmm. As parents, we take our kids to all the crappy movies because that's what's available. Right. But does that mean they're actually worth watching? Well, there is an Angry Movies, Angry Bird movie. I know there's a sequel coming. Coming out. 
when's that coming this year yeah we're just august 14th there is yet another yeti movie coming out because yetis are hot apparently okay there's uh i never pronounced this right playmobile playmobile i think it's playmobile there's one of those that's having a movie come out that's having a movie i don't think that means a movie i mean but like how is that any different than i'd rather have a little people like a little little people people movie though get on it fisher price yeah i need a little people movie (laughs) i might actually watch the little people movie and I feel like the Little People movie will have, like, some thought put into the characterization. Because, for me, that's what it comes down to. I, I I have a hard time with these movies that they keep putting out, and they're all crap. And they don't seem to pay any attention to what kids are watching. They just care about the money of it, I guess. I, I... So, I guess maybe it makes... But, I mean, this movie probably did well at the box office right i'm sure that it did so if you it's another just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks if you put money into these kind of movies over and over and over again the ones with a built-in audience you're gonna make money and are you gonna take the risk of doing the unique movie and having it just not hit. So I feel like there's something to be said for the amount of money that Disney and Pixar put in to focus grouping the story. Yeah. And we know that they do this. We know that they do this for international audiences. We know that they make changes when things aren't appropriate. And I realize that that's a lot of money. But when we're talking about profiting off of our children, isn't that what we should be asking for? That they spend a little bit more money to make sure that they're telling good stories? I don't think that's an unreasonable ask. I mean, I don't think so either, but they also, I think, know that for every Toy Story, there's a hundred terrible movies that parents are just going to put on on Netflix or, you know, Hulu or whatever their streaming service Well, and streaming is a big part of this now, too, because you have to look at, I mean, I really... I am very mindful of the fact that my kids are watching movies that I don't know what they're mm-hmm. watching. And this is this is because I allow them to have Netflix in place of YouTube mm-hmm. where I can't it's guarantee wild that yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, some of the shit that's on YouTube, especially on kids channels, right. is absolutely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So I have reasonable certainty that even if it's not great, Netflix has put in some effort to making higher quality programming. But it's not guaranteed. That's the dilemma that we as parents all struggle with, I think. You know, like, where... What is 
appropriate for our kids and we can't it's just not reasonable to sit and watch every second of everything that your kid consumes on a screen with them because the reality of the matter is sometimes you need to throw a load of laundry in and sometimes you you actually need to use the screen as the electronic babysitter without feeling guilty about the fact that you're doing it right Sometimes you have to go to the bathroom without somebody sticking their hands under the door and saying, Mommy! Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Mine like to shove books under the door (laughs) as though, you know, I'm going to read to them through (laughs) the cracked door. Those little hands coming through the door. Oh, I know. Those fingers. (laughs) Like, pay attention to me. I mean, cats do this, too, but at yes. least with cats, you're like, dude, go away. <laughs> with the human, there's the voice, too. Yeah. There's the mommy. <laughs> and then Mama. you feel like a monster for yelling, I just need We're privacy. Just I just want to <laughs> pee. Just please let me pee. <laughs> and so sometimes you put on the crappy movie so you can go pee. Yes. In peace. What it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that in mind, we are introducing a new feature this season where we decide kind of the age-appropriate range for the movies because they're probably crap. But, like, we at least can say... Don't let your whatever age child watch this because it's not appropriate. So So. I feel like in that, we're going to end up coming across the way I feel about this movie a lot of times. I feel like right now with my son at four, there's so much of this that goes over his head that when he's like six, seven, won't Mm -hmm. go over his head. And that like brings up a whole new conversation for me. Mhm. And I think that's fair. I think there's a reasonable like at 6 to 7, I kind of wouldn't want my boys watching this movie because there's so much particularly at that age, there's so much impressionability mm-hmm. where they're little sponges and they suck it all up and then they beat it, people over the head with frying pans. Right. So, <laughs> like We'll call that the six to eight range, and I think that's realistic. So I think this movie is fine under six and fine over eight, honestly. I mean, my eight-year-old likes it because he plays the game, but he's not, he's past that stage of mimicking everything he sees on the screen. Right. And I would say I'm, I feel okay with my four-year-old watching this, mm-hmm. um, with the exception of those two, those few phrases that we talked about, the mm-hmm. word puns. I do worry that he's going to turn around and repeat those in the wrong company. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm okay those with it. Those are the it. best moments. They're just the best <laughs> moments. Because it is slapstick. It, it, it is. It's entertaining, and you come across that in so many other forms, like... You know, there's there's other versions of slapstick that I, I'm probably not going to let him watch anytime soon. Like, say, Tom and Jerry, you know? See. Because the sensibilities are different these days. <laughs> I know, and I still can't get away from Tom and Jerry. Although, 
some of it is like I have watched a few questionable Tom and Jerry yeah. episodes where I'm like, oh, well, that little—that's some blackface there. That's a little over the line, <laughs> right? So at like, least I can wa- he can watch slapstick without the fear of there being blackface. blackface. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. So that's the way I try to look at it. At least I don't know. It's tough. You know, <laughs> I think I think this movie is—it's better than it. It's certainly not as bad. As it could be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah. And my husband confesses to me that he actually really likes this movie <laughs> because, as an adult, the humor does land. It's for like the him. Three Stooges thing. It is for him. It's funny. It's, yeah, uh, it's not to my taste. Right, but. Uh, it's something that he and the eight-year-old can watch together and yeah. laugh together about. And as a parent... It holds both their interests. I I am hard-pressed to find those kinds of films <laughs> that are appropriate to add to the arsenal. So we keep this one. It's basically what we're saying. As much as we hate it, and I do hate it, but we have to keep it. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, can you wear this Halloween costume? Yeah. By all means. Go for it. Please do. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, out of five, give this your score. I'm going to give this a two, because I don't like I it. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> but it's not terrifying, so it's not as bad as Happy Feet. Which we didn't score, and I felt guilty about not liking it. Like, I feel bad. I don't. I'm such a bad... Like, it's an awful movie. <laughs> I'm, But I'm so mom-like about this. You tried hard. You did your best. Like, <laughs> the odds of me ever ranking a movie one out of five is low. Low. But I think I'm with you on this. This is a two and a half. Yeah. Like, at best. I just... I can't. It's mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> So, so I have one final question for you. Okay. Which is your favorite bird? If I have to choose, really, I, I'm i partial to red. Yeah? Yeah. I think my favorite bird is the mime. Oh, the mime is pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> the mime is yeah. pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's just, I don't know. You, you, perhaps this you see a part of yourself of in me. red. <laughs> yes, perhaps this is too much about me and my need to attend to anger management. Who knows? <laughs> perhaps I should, as I'm drinking a glass of wine, too, like, I'm just failing on all sorts of mom levels here. <laughs> but really, <laughs> I like red. <laughs> I think he's maligned as a character. And even at the end, he's not quite understood. Because right. you're right. I think while he's happy to be in the village, at least, I don't know that he's happy to have fucking roommates. <laughs> that seems excessive to me. That's like a punishment. It's a big step. For for me, don't, don't fucking move into my house. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Go away. Oh, we're hanging out primarily on Instagram. So... Find us on Instagram. 
if you want to find us. It's fine if you don't, really. I'm not going to hold it against you at all. <laughs> but you can send us an email, latchkeymovies at gmail.com, or you can call us, and we will happily play whatever complaint and or commentary you have. That's it for 2885-4875. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.